You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode 51. Hey there, my name is Sarah Elrod, and you're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, where we talk about marketing, social media, branding, content creation, Western lifestyle, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. I'm a cowgirl turned full-time entrepreneur. I've done everything from wedding photography to horse training, business coaching, and more. My mission is to help other Western women and men grow thriving businesses so that they can live out that small town dream life that they love while achieving bigger goals than they ever could have imagined. If you're ready to put in the work, grow your business, grow your brand, and enjoy the little things in life, and of course, get a little rowdy too, then you are in the right place, my friend. Let's do this. Hello, hello, hello. I am back officially. So if you listen to um, my episode before this one, that one was recorded back in September, which you probably heard in that episode. Um, But this is the first episode that I am recording not in September. Actually, once I have a new set release date, um, I'm recording this in the month of November. It is December when this comes out. However, I'm actually back on track and making strides to get the show back up and running. It has been so long. I already talked about all that in the other episode, so I'm not going to do that again, but it just feels like it's been a really long time since I've sat in front of this microphone, so I'm very excited about that. So welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're new here, Hey, hi, hello. I'm so stoked that you are here listening to my little show on the internet. Um, It's a good time around here, I like to think. Uh, We have a really fun community around this show. So if you're not in the Facebook group, you should definitely join. Uh, There will be a link to it in the show notes, but you could also just search for the Branded Cowgirl Podcast Insiders Facebook group and uh, we'll get you all plugged in over there. Today's episode, we are talking about the very fun topic of taking a vacation because Lord knows we could all use more of those. Am I right? Amen. So I actually was supposed to go on the best vacation of my entire life this year, uh, aka my honeymoon. I was supposed to go on that immediately after our wedding, but if you heard that whole story, Tyler and I got COVID like literally 15 days before our wedding or something along those lines, somewhere in that range. It was like really close. It was like the two weeks before our wedding. We got COVID. It was really stressful. We were supposed to go to Mexico. We decided to cancel it because even though we would technically be through the quarantine period by then, we were worried that we would still test positive because I guess you can still test positive for like 90 days after you have it. So we decided to cancel because we didn't want to get stuck in Mexico. And... uh We have yet to plan anything else since then. I have no idea when we're going to be able to go on a honeymoon at this point, but uh, we're kind of just leaving it into the hands of the Lord. We did get to go on a mini moon though, um, which was very, very nice. And uh, it was just like a fun little couple days getaway. So we really, really enjoyed that. Um, but with that all being said, it has been a heck of a two years. Let's be honest. Since COVID has been a thing, everybody is just exhausted. Am I right? We all are just dying to go on vacation. And maybe you've had the opportunity to, maybe you're one of those families or one of those people that takes a vacation every single year. And that is super awesome. I wish I could be like you, but I am not. I am not one of those people that gets to go on a nice vacation every year. I wish that was me. Actually, that's kind of a lie because now that I'm with Tyler, I kind of do. His family does a 
Christmas in July every single year. And instead of, so instead of celebrating Christmas like in December, I mean, they still celebrate Christmas, but with their whole family, they don't celebrate it in December because all of Tyler and his siblings live in like different states all across the country and his parents and everything. They just basically decided it'd be easier to get everybody together in the summer versus at actual Christmas time. And then, you know, people don't have to like make a decision on whose house they're going to go to or if there's in-laws involved and just all that. So it was pretty smart. It's pretty smart. I like it. So uh, typically it is like a little week-long vacation we get to go on every year which is kind of fun so that is kind of a lie but I haven't gone on like a like a vacation for myself in a long time so uh, I'm definitely looking forward to whenever we do get to take this honeymoon it'll be really really great today for this episode i do want to talk to you about how it's even possible though as an entrepreneur or as somebody who works for yourself how it's possible to take a vacation and that might seem a little obvious like well you work for yourself of course you can just take a vacation whenever you want but if you actually work for yourself you know that is not true in the slightest it actually can feel a heck of a lot harder to take a vacation than when you do it for a normal nine to five job because with those types of jobs you typically get like vacation days or like paid time off and you just don't feel as guilty I guess taking that vacation versus when you're a business owner you have it it, work never stops really you're always feeling like you need to be doing something for your job and for work so it can be hard to really have that separation of now I'm on vacation and I'm not going to talk to my clients I'm not going to talk business for X amount of time Um, and it can just be really hard to do that transition and to figure that all out and navigate that process. So we're going to touch on some ways that you can do that today and how I was planning to do that for my honeymoon even though it did not actually happen. I'm probably going to be butthurt about it for 12 years or until it actually happens. So pardon me about that. So one of the first things that I want to say is it is extremely important that you do take time for yourself as a business owner. Whether that be an actual vacation where you're flying across the world or even if it's just taking weekends off or a couple days a week or some time throughout each month, whatever that might be for you, I want to stress how important it really is to be taking that time off um, because it is so easy to get burnt out. Um, And I want you to think about why you decided to become a business owner or self-employed in the first place, right? So when you think about that, what's the first thing that comes into your mind? Probably to have some time freedom, to have more time to yourself. People don't, you know, they become business owners because they want to work for themselves. They want to make their own schedule. They want to have time to do the things that they want to do. But oftentimes, as soon as it happens, as soon as you become a business owner, it seems like you go from instead of working 40 hours a week, you're working 80 hours a week. You're you're constantly working instead of having more time. And that's just typically how it goes. You have to work a little harder. You have to hustle a little harder to get your business off the ground. But Once it's going and once you have like a steady flow of income coming in, why are you not taking time off for yourself? Why are you not taking breaks? And even when you are in the beginning stages of like hustle, 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 which is good and fine and dandy, you still need to make sure you're taking a break because you'll get burnt out so fast and 
all of a sudden all that hard work is just going to go down the drain because you're not even going to be feeling it anymore because you got so tired of it anyways. So we want to make sure that we are not doing overload on our work. We don't want to get burnt out. So another misconception too that people have, or I don't even know if this is really a misconception versus just like a thought people have, is okay, so let's say you've been working really hard and you have this steady income, but now you're just thinking, okay, well, I can't just stop now. Like I have this steady flow. How am I supposed to stop? What it Won't it just all die? All that hard work's just going to go down the drain if I stop. Um, because if I go away, my business goes away. And yes, these are very real concerns and points, but again, let's think about your why. Why are you doing this? Why did you decide to have this business? What kind of impact are you trying to make? And I also want you to realize that if your business revolves around you so much that if you stop doing something for like a week, um, or you don't have systems in place to where you can't stop for a week, otherwise your business is going to go up in flames, then that's an issue that needs to be resolved because that's not a sustainable business. A sustainable business should be able to function without you present 24-7. And that is kind of tricky in the beginning, of course, because you are so new to it and you are just getting things up off the ground. But again, once you have certain things established and put into place, there's things such as automation that can help you. Um, obviously, if you're big enough and you have a team and you have employees or you're contracting out work, that's even better because they can do it for you while you're gone. But if you don't have that, then automation is a huge friend of yours. It's going to help keep the flow of your business going even when you are not around. So I want to tell you a little story for a quick moment. When I was 18 years old and I first decided to become a business owner and I decided I was going to dive into this world of entrepreneurship, I was basically running like two different hustles and those were photography and horse trading. And these kept me extremely busy and basically I had no time to do anything else. But as a young adult, I really didn't mind this that much. I would skip out on hanging out with friends because I would just rather work. I would rather save up all that money in my bank account. And I did just that. I made a good chunk of money and stash it in my bank account, which is really awesome because it set me up really well for the future. But now that I'm older and I am married and, you know, we're kind of starting to talk about starting a family at some point, I feel a lot differently about this. It's no longer just about me. I have a husband and someday I will have children to look after. And there's just other priorities that I need to focus on that are bigger than just my own. So the two career paths that I was pursuing at that point did not allow for much freedom in my schedule, which was taking a huge toll on my relationship with Tyler. And Tyler's always been such a big supporter of what I do. He's never put me down for going after my dreams. Like we have always been like pretty much on the same page about all of that kind of stuff, which I'm so, so grateful for because I know not everybody has that big support system. But I could see how frustrating it was when I'd have to be gone like every single weekend for photo shoots and weddings and, and you know, things with photography related. It's, it's a lot of weekends gone. 
and um, not even so much horse training because like I could do that during the week a little bit more than I could photography but that that's a lot of weekends away and Tyler works a nine-to-five job as a superintendent as at his construction company and so we're just on like opposite schedules in the sense of he's working all day during the week I'm home all day during the week and then I'm gone weekends and he's home at weekends so it just it was getting really frustrating and it was putting a strain on our relationship now Obviously, at this time as I'm recording this, I am still doing weddings and photo shoots and I'm still a photographer and it is still a lot of time gone. But I, you know, am putting things into place now to where I can slowly start to pivot into different parts of my business that don't require me to show up as much. And that could look like hiring on a team, hiring on photographers underneath me that go to weddings for me and then I'm still just running the overall company and I'm still running the business side of things and marketing and client communication and all that, but I have people that are actually shooting under my name for me. That can also look like pivoting in the form of education and online education, which is one of (laughs) this podcast is one of them. This podcast is kind of a revenue stream um, based on ads and um, affiliate marketing and all that. So there's different ways. And these are just I'm just giving you my own personal life examples to show you that if you're in a season of life or a place in life where you're like thinking you might need to pivot and this episode is not about pivoting, we're kind of getting off track, to be honest, but If you're in that kind of season of life, then there are ways to adjust to make it fit for where you are. But again, kind of circling back to the topic of taking a vacation, um, I've been gone a lot of weekends. I've been gone, you know, there's just, we we needed, we need to be able to make time and, and prioritize time off as entrepreneurs because otherwise, typically we love what we do, right? We started this business because we love it. So we just want to keep working and it doesn't always feel like work, but we need to make sure that we are taking time to really prioritize having a break and spending time with the people that we love. So let's dive into some ways. Um, I kind of touched on a few earlier, but some ways that we can actually do that and set things up to where when we leave, we don't feel super stressed that everything is going to go up in flames. So the first key point that I want to touch on is to set up automations and this is going to be your best freaking friend. I would suggest having automations in your business whether you're going on vacation or not because it's just going to help you so much. It's going to allow your client experience to go way smoother. It's going to allow you to feel like you don't have so much weight on your back. So automations is a huge thing. Now automations can work through email lists. Um, I'm a huge advocate about email lists. You may have heard that if you've been around here before. I really really love email marketing not only do I geek out on it and I think it's fun I also think it is so important to not spend all of your time and energy and effort on social media alone I think an email list holds so much power but we will go into that on a different episode Um, but again so email lists you can automate you can also automate your Instagram posts and uh, Facebook posts and a lot of other social media you can schedule Twitter posts Um, Facebook and Twitter are super easy to do you can do it like directly through the platform Instagram is a little bit different but you can do it there are ways to do it you can't as of right now schedule things like reels but you can schedule 
actual posts to go on your feed and you can schedule posts to go on your stories. So there's a few different ways to do that, but my personal favorite is just going straight through Facebook Business Hub. So you're, if you have a business account on Instagram, then it's connected to a business Facebook page. And with that, you have a Facebook Business Hub is what it's called. And it's like its own little platform where you can schedule out Facebook posts, you could schedule Instagram posts and Instagram stories. Um, and the way I typically do this is sometimes I actually pre-record myself talking. If there's like a certain topic I need to talk about on a specific day, I will pre-record myself talking and doing all the touch points that I want to do. And then I will actually schedule that out through Facebook Business Hub. Um, the only thing I won't schedule out like that is if I want to include like a text box or like a poll box um, or anything interactive. That I have not figured out how to do in a scheduled post. I think you have to do that in real time. But if it's just me talking with like captions over the top of the video, then I can totally schedule that out ahead of time, which is super great. Or you can also schedule out uh, posts on Canva now, um, which is really, really great. Um, so you can make posts and uh, connect your Canva account to your Instagram and schedule it out that way, which is, I was doing that for a while. I also do that a lot for Pinterest. I schedule out all my Pinterest content through Canva, which is makes it so easy because I'm already designing everything in Canva anyway, so I don't have to download anything. It just goes straight from there, which I love. Other ways are just things like um, any of those Instagram planning apps, such as Planoly or UNUM or... Uh, what are the other ones later but and those are all probably fine like some of them automatically post some of them don't automatically post so I'm not entirely sure which ones but I will say the reason why I love doing it through Facebook Business Hub is that there is talk that any third-party platforms and that includes all the Instagram planning apps as well as like Canva anything that is third party is going to put a ding on your engagement. Now, whether that's actually true or not, who really knows? Some people will say yes, some people will say no. Um, but personally, that's why I like to do it through Facebook Business Hub because in my brain, Facebook owns Instagram and so why would they ding your engagement? They The reason they started doing that and making it schedule, schedule-able, <laughs> that, that's so hard to say, schedule, schedule-able. Is that even actually a word? Anyway, is because there was competition, right? There were all these third-party apps that were coming out and people were using those. So Mark Zuckerberg is smart in the sense of he's trying to make everything on Facebook and Instagram an all-in-one platform. So if he can make it to where you can schedule posts on his platform, he's going to do that. And he's not going to ding your engagement using his own platform. So hopefully that makes sense as to why. That's, all, that's a, at least my logic on why I use that particular one. And it's pretty easy to use. So I do like that a lot. Um, the second touch point that I want to go over is that you could just tell your audience, your people, your clients, whatever that might be for whatever type of business you're in, tell them what you're doing. Tell them that you're going on vacation and that you're not going to be on social media for a while, that they might not see you um, for X amount of time, whatever that is, if you're gone a week, two weeks, whatever it might be, just be open and upfront and honest with them. That way they're not expecting you to be showing up and then all of a sudden you're not, or it looks like you're ghosting or you dropped off face planet, whatever that might be. Tell them what's happening um, and that you aren't going to be answering emails. Um, 
at all or during the day or again whatever you can kind of set up your own little rules and guidelines I suggest if you're going on vacation that you just shut off completely and don't even have like a designated time or pick one day that you're going to do that on your vacation and don't do it any other day but make your rules and your guidelines for your clients and stick to it I if people have your phone number which I always try to discourage but I get it it's sometimes easier to just give people your phone number um but if people have your phone number make sure they know that you will not be responding to text messages or phone calls unless it is like an absolute emergency depending on whatever kind of business you have but you know for the most part everything can wait and there is no dire emergency that is going to that can't wait a couple days for you to get back from your vacation so make sure that they have those rules in place and that they know what to expect from you while you're gone and if you're really really clear about this then it should be smooth sailing and I would hope that nobody would have any issues with you being a human being and taking a vacation. The third touch point is to hire someone to help you even if it's like a temporary hire. Um, now obviously if you're just starting out or if you don't have a really big budget this might not be applicable or it might not be a possibility for you but if it is if you have the bandwidth to do this this is a really great option is to hire somebody for the time that you're going to be gone to step in and post things for you or have client communication for you. I think it's really good for like product-based businesses. So if you need somebody to like be shipping out stuff for you or um, taking orders and things like that, that would be really helpful versus like a service-based business. Those can be typically put off a little bit longer. But I think hiring somebody, you know, it could just be a friend that maybe wants to make a couple extra bucks for a week or whatever that might be. You could bring them on or you could actually hire like an assistant or something to step up to the plate while you are away. The next thing is to plan your vacations ahead of time. Plan any time off ahead of time. Now things come up, sometimes you can't always do this, but I would try to plan your vacations like a year in advance or at least at the beginning of every year. Try to just have a really good overview of your year and plan them strategically. One, so you're not going to be in your busiest time ever of the year when you're gone, but also so that you have all that time to prepare. So if you if you wait till the new year, let's say it's January and you're like, okay, we're going to go on vacation in October. You have 10 months to prepare for that and to know that that's coming and to also prepare your clients and your customers for that so that they know that that is coming and you don't schedule things around it you don't make that like a really crowded busy year because it's been on the calendar for x amount of months you already know that that's happening and you don't have to worry about it and then the last and final point that I want to touch on is to just be really intentional about this whole process um as an entrepreneur, you know, you're in control of what happens in your business and what you want to do. And that's the beauty of it. But you have to be really intentional. You can't just leave people in the dark. Tell people that you're gone. Be clear. Be clear what your expectations are of them and what they can expect of you. Again, just be intentional about when you go. If you're a wedding photographer and your busiest seasons are like mine and it's, say, May and October, maybe don't take a vacation in the middle of October or don't take a vacation right before your really busy season unless you like that. That would stress me out going on vacation knowing I was going to come back to the craziest month of my life, So, <laughs> which is kind of what I was going to do with my honeymoon in a way. But I, I would have had a few other weeks off, I guess, from my crazy busy wedding month. But anyway, 
that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, so just make sure that you're planning intentionally and you know yourself well enough to know like what's going to stress you out, what's going to make you not stressed out and all of that good stuff. When it comes down to it, just make sure that you're taking care of yourself, that you're giving yourself time to breathe and step away. I've always found that taking a break from my business actually is always the best possible thing I could do to come back inspired. Sometimes I get really stuck in a rut or I'm feeling like I'm in a funk and I just can't get out of it and I need to really just step away for a time being and that's actually kind of how I felt about this podcast. I took like a several month break from this podcast and I'm coming back and I'm so inspired and I'm so happy and like ready to get the ball rolling again and I have so many new ideas and all kinds of fun things like that. So just make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Um, Your business will not go up in flames if you're gone for a week. I promise you, you will be okay. It will be okay. Everything's going to be fine. And I love you guys. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy to be back. I'm probably going to keep saying that because I'm just, I'm so grateful for all of you so much. Please make sure that if you are enjoying this show, or if you like this episode, that you share it with your friends, you share it on social media, you tag me on Instagram, follow the Instagram page, tag the podcast on Facebook, join the Facebook group, leave a review. That's always super, super helpful. It really helps this show grow um, if you leave a five-star review and if you just say a little something, something, I love reading them. So I would really, really appreciate that. Other than that, I love you guys and I will catch you guys later. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. To stay up to date on the show, give input, ask questions, and more, make sure to join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can also follow us on Instagram and check out all of the show notes by going to sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. That's sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. And if you have not yet, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can continue to grow and get into the ears of more Western creatives just like you. All right, y'all, I will see you in the next one.